live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. All right, this is the State of Real Estate, and I'm your host, Jonathan Cottrell, and I have two lovely co-hosts with me. Ashley Cowart with Great American Title Company. And Laurie Kopik with Prime Lending. And uh, and so we are having some amazing and interesting conversation about appraisals, <laughs> right? Yes, so we decided to make it a topic. So we, we definitely want to include y'all in it, and, uh, and it kind of goes like this. Um, some of the... Agents are listing houses based on seller's recommended pricing, but they have no comps. And you get it under contract, and you go along with it, and you play the game and everything, and then you start to have appraisal issues. And, and then uh, I get blamed. And, and yeah, well, which it's not my fault. We're going back to the lenders and yeah. saying, "Fix this." Right. And uh, you know, you're not supposed to talk to the appraiser, and we're not supposed to talk to it the makes appraiser. It a nightmare. Yeah. And the appraiser is like, you know, I don't know, Darth Vader with all this power, and <laughs> refuses to change. You know, I'm not um, your father. Yeah, yeah, and and that and that's the kind of stuff that <laughs> yeah. happens. And in our area, uh, there. So I brought up a, a subdivision that had mold issues, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say the builder, <laughs> but we'll just leave it. Anybody at that. from our area knows who you're talking about. And and the issue that I had and why I bring this up was I was selling a house in an adjacent neighborhood, and we're in that five six hundred thousand dollar range, and that appraiser not from around here went to the neighborhood next door subdivision with mold issues and used those comps. And then it affected the value and then it didn't appraise. And so we went through all those issues and everything. So from a lender standpoint, Mm -hmm. um, how do you go about fixing that? What, what are your steps? Because as agents, we just want to fight. Yeah. And this, and this year, uh, and Ashley brought that up is we've been having a lot more appraisal issues because houses are, being priced so high mm-hmm. you know and they're probably not worth it because as if you didn't know they go based on comparables not by well i just you know upgraded my kitchen or they'll say or my air conditioner's new yeah who yeah. cares you have to have an yeah. air conditioner so it's not something that's going to affect your value now if you told me you built on a deck that's mm-hmm. and that's like what the renovation what you were saying last week was about the renovation loan that's true if they're just um you need to do floors and that kind of stuff that's supposed to be in a house right. and it's supposed to compare to others and right. you're just updating, probably not going to affect your value that much. So right. that does cause problems. You're right. You're buying top dollar. How am I going to roll that in when it doesn't appraise? So that's, you, you know what? That gives me an idea. Okay. So if you're, if you're familiar with the appraisal, right. um, the actual documents, the paperwork, right. the and URL, you're familiar enough URL. with it so that, what's that? URL. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And if you're familiar enough with it, and you know what appraisers add value and right, subtract the, value right. based on, mm-hmm. then maybe for sellers, they need to know that. Because when we're going into these and yeah, yeah you, you know, sellers yeah. yeah, and and you know, you're you're maybe maybe it's just too much information for people to really grasp and well, understand. It gets confusing because you got those adjustments, and each appraiser may have a. That's where kind of where they're like, oh, that's their opinion. Well, yeah, yes and I mean, no, but they do have guides for square footage and quality if, and stuff. If you're in that price range that we've you know shop and look at right. the, the average norm, maybe three hundred price point. Mm-hmm. You have a house with Viking appliances. You have a house with GE appliances. I'm sorry, you Makes- spent ten grand more. But you're not going to get ten grand value. more. No, it right. makes zero difference to me as a buyer. It makes zero difference. No. I could care less. Yeah. yeah. 
the appliances are there now when you get to the million dollars plus you know those people they'll pay the extra for the the vikings or boshes or whatever that's that's the Um, have you seen the adjustments the c1 through four the q1 through that's how they do that yeah well q1's new new construction q2 they do the quality based on that so yeah if it is a little higher quality they'll they'll help you but it's got to be a lot of higher quality yeah but q2 to q3 (laughs) most of my experience on the q1s and through fours are really based on an age and right. and then you're kind of in that ballpark together. New appliances are new appliances. Right. It doesn't matter new if AC it's G, right. Kenmore, who, whatever. Right. AC is AC. A you roof know, is pretty much a roof. A roof yeah. is pretty much a roof. Those are things you have to have on a house. So it's not going <laughs> to exactly. really help you. Wood floors, that. you know, yeah. versus carpet. There's nowhere on that appraisal to make that adjustment rather than your Q1s, yeah, right. 2s, 3s, 4s. But you just get all bunched in together. Where you're going to get the value is... Covered porch, right? Pool, pool you know, yeah. square footage, nice decking, square I mean, footage on the house, square footage kitchen. on the lot. But yeah. okay, here's so here's a question. Like another thing that I'm seeing in the neighborhoods that I'm I'm going after is that they're not only are they asking high dollar, but I'm looking in a square footage where it's two floors, two ACs, and right. m- most everyone I've looked at, the ACs are like 18 years old. Yeah, yep. they need to be replaced. Is yep. that an appraisal type of well, thing? Well, they should lower nope. your price then. No. See, that's the thing. They need no. to lower that. They're like, but it question, works. I'm like, okay, but it yeah. could not work tomorrow. Right. But the answer then, to your question is no, it's not an appraisal item. Okay, that's the, only the Q1s, 2s, 3s, and 4s that's typically based on the age of the house and, and overall condition of it. But there's nowhere to make an adjustment for a new roof or a new AC unit. There, that just doesn't happen. Now, it okay. will help you on your insurance. I have to say that because that's the question they always ask. How old's the roof? Yeah. So if you got it, a new roof, that's going to be a, a killer savings yeah. on insurance. But other than but that. But for the sellers who are sitting there going, man, I just put $40,000 in my house because I put in yeah. a tankless water heater and a new AC and yeah, new appliances cares. and all that other like, kind good. of stuff. You need so, to update it. Yeah, yeah. it's 20 years old or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nowhere on. They really need to lower. That's when you got to just rene- renegotiate the price and tell them why. But, do you, you know, I could send you. Um, the two page, the URLA thing that sure. shows, and at least you can see how. Yeah. Oh, I, I know were. how. I mean, I, I yeah. know how, but I think no, but maybe oh, for, for your sellers. Our apologies, your Jonathan. Our no. apologies. <laughs> Got the know it all here. No, just so you could show That's your seller. If implying. you do have an argumentative seller, which you will have, I that. took it as she was telling me that I needed <laughs> to know. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, you I'm need sorry to tell that Lori was just know. trying to be helpful. <laughs> we forgot. I welcome your help, Lori. <laughs> It'll you. help my clients. <laughs> yeah, as long as it helps your clients. I don't care about you. I just want to help exactly. <laughs> which would help my clients. Yeah. <laughs> So. No, so yeah, you gotta just. I mean, this renegotiating with the. I mean, or you could do do your inspection, and then if it comes back with all those things that you were wanting, then that then I guess that's the you thing is though is that the market st- is price. so crazy that people will take it regardless, and then to me, it's just not realistic like well it's not and that's why you have appraisal right. issues and then the agents get mad Boom, appraisal and i have zero control over the appraiser nowadays with the right. hvcc when all that started mm-hmm. we have a panel it's a list of i don't even know 20 20 appraisers so we don't we try really hard not to be like the banks that go out to you know where they do the um and i can't even like remember my brain just left the R rmc or whatever it's called it's a regional mm-hmm. thing where you pull like you said you yeah. got an angleton appraiser yeah. that's why we don't do that we have our own list so they're right. they're fairly local to yeah. your they have to tell you what zip codes they'll do yeah um that's a good advantage for yeah. prime lending is we do have a list at least we're yeah. allowed to do that but it does make it hard because i don't know who the appraiser is so now with the new system 
like the appraisal will come back and I need three more days and it's going to cost a hundred dollars more. Well, who are you? Well, they won't tell you because they don't want you to influence anything. So Mm -hmm. it's this HVCC crap has got it where you can't even like be friends with these people because you don't know who they are. I know that it's one out of 20. I don't know who it is. So I have to decide, do I want this person or do I reject it and try for somebody else? It makes it, it makes it really fun. What can we as agents and our clients do if you have an appraiser who is that bad, that off, and won't change a thing, what can you do about the what can you do about the appraiser? You just come. You well, you what just can, come to me and you let me know because what happens is so. No, no, no. What can you do to like get their like license get revoked? Oh, I mean, there is somebody a, I have needs, a link. I actually, I'm working. I actually, have something that's going on right now that's not good with an outside appraiser. I mean, I've had that kind of experience to report them to literally where you just want them to yeah because not be doing this anymore. Yeah, but if they they're, if they're not that bad or if they're late or if they make lots of mistakes, so it's tiered now one through four, so they get pushed down. So like a tier one appraiser is a really good. He's always on time. His pricing's good. You know, never makes a mistake. Those are at the top. We pick those first, and then if nobody like say it's rural nobody will take it then you go to tier two tier three right. so if you have a tier four appraiser that's that's pretty bad is, I mean, is that's that not a good are you giving them the tiers based on their communication with you based or agents factors, feedback yeah. because no it's I'm, mostly if i'm able to have there. a say in this which we're the ones who are getting the brunt of the bs yeah you know then you probably you need to talk them. to the agents there, there is a there is a licensing place so you, you definitely can report they get that many complaints so. yeah they're out. I think they need to. There's, there's. But if some I get a lot of complaints, there. I will like reach out to my head appraisal department and say, take him off our list. Yeah, you know, I'll just say, take him off. Don't yeah. be off. The problem is whenever somebody's using maybe a big bank. Yeah, they can't do that. They'd yeah. have to go straight to the licensing. Yeah. But yeah, if you ever have an appraisal issue, and I'm, well, you know me, I'd probably be on it quicker. I mean, I'd take yeah. care of it first. You're local and personable. Yeah, so I'll take it off. You know, I'll just you know, take it off. Well, we've had some. We've yeah. had some. Some of these appraisers can be asses. You know, I mean, yeah, just like. Lenders and realtors. I mean, they all, you have good and bad ones. So <laughs> never title. Why do you look also. at me like that when she <laughs> When says I call that. them an ass? I think it was just like, I heard asses and my eyes just went to you. Yeah. You're like, who's this ass sitting across But yeah, from I do. I have a link and I'll actually ass. be happy to share it with you. There is some I'd love that to you have could, your link. No, good report. He, he already knows. He already knows. You don't no. even need to send it to him. He's got it down. You know, um, but you, yeah, but you also have a realtor. You got that too. Realtors also, and you got to admit sometimes, and I remember uh, a show you did <laughs> at the old place mm-hmm. about talking about appraisers and, and acting like they were all bad they're not all bad they really are not all was bad. that the one i did with Marilyn? yeah hey we're not supposed to bring up her name nope Marilyn, the agent <laughs> i know not the appraiser and i know y'all have had some issues with it they have changed it though and they've tried to streamline it where these guys don't have so much opinionate you know opinions on oh this. It's, so it's a little more so opinionated well some of it is but some of it's not now they have form- i think now they, they have think formulas. their shit doesn't stink and they, they don't are pride. Out. They their don't want pride to be out. Right. gets in the way of doing what's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, they don't they want to come back and remeasure. No, they don't they, want to remeasure. <laughs> they don't want to remeasure. No. I had an instance, and this was one that I shared with Marilyn, was that I had a house I was selling, and I had three measurements that were all consistent. I think it I remember that. It was from the previous yeah, so- transactions, previous appraisals. Right. Get all these, all three, and then as we're under contract, the buyer's appraisal comes back and the measurement was off by like 200 square feet. That's huge on a $200,000 house. I mean, you're talking like $20,000 or did he just screw up on the measurements? He screwed up on the measurements and refused to go back and measure it again. Our evidence had three other measurements over the history of this house that Mm -hmm. the walls never moved on the outside. And 
all of them were consistent, and then his was off by that much. See, that's well, where I would send it up so to my appraisal department, and, have, he absolutely and we have refused. a chief appraiser, and I'd have him evaluate it. And yeah, <clears> this <throat> guy needed to lose his license. He was so adamant he did nothing wrong, and and no, no, I didn't make a mistake. I will not go back out there. Well, that's just yeah, that's crazy. He needs to have his license. Luckily, re- not going wood. I haven't had the appraisers be that <sighs> jerkish. They're like that. Their just, pride, had some bad their ego, and like I told Marilyn, y'all just were using the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we don't have egos. <laughs> no, not at all. Definitely not. Especially Jonathan. None. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I, I definitely <laughs> You're <don't>. emotionally stable. <laughs> <laughs> talk so, about yourselves. So <laughs> let's see. Uh, what else can we talk about? Have you been on anyway. any dates lately? Oh, Jonathan? my gosh. I should no. never say that. No. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean it to become <laughs> Ashley picking on you. You really haven't? No. No, he's not. Uh, he's not available not right emotionally now. Emotionally available I'm, to I'm anybody. Out of the, I'm out of the house right now. Yeah, I'm not emotionally available right now to anybody. No. So, what about Lori? What about you and, and your hubby? Are y'all going anywhere? Y'all are just staying at home. Actually, Jay just had surgery, and I left him at home, but he's okay. He's um, he had shoulder surgery. He had a and he, of course I always get blamed. He had a slap tear and a rotator cuff tear. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just I just took him to the doctor yesterday. Go back over it and saw the pictures. It was like. Dang, you're, no wonder your arm hurt. <laughs> but he had a funny story. He had a Murphy bed fall on him. Oh, wow. This was not my fault. This was all his fault. He was building the bed. I don't know. You know mm-hmm. how heavy those things are? Mm-hmm. Well, typical man was trying to do it fast. Didn't read through all the instructions. Like it says, read through all the instructions. Well, I'm no. surprised he even read any of them. No, he read them as you went. And you never do that. And I was like, read the instructions. So um, he put in seven or nine, like really huge screws at the top. Didn't hit one stud. <laughs> this thing, wow. this thing weighs, I mean, it, it probably weighs 500 pounds. It's, it's really heavy. Yeah. So he had me come in there cause it was like when you pull Murphy bed down, how tight it is. This was super tight and he thought something was wrong with the thing. So he's fixing that and he's like, come hold this. So I was like holding it down and it was pretty heavy. I'm like, why is it so heavy? Cause he didn't read the instructions. Well, all of a sudden he's standing there this son of a bitch comes out of the wall like mm. just on it and you know a murphy bed goes like this you know how's it so your fault he just, it wasn't he just always oh. says that <laughs> so he does it does this and it picks me up off the ground that's how heavy this wow. is like i'm like woo like my feet are in the air i'm like oh my god and he said my face was just white because i could just see him like squish between this thing well he caught it with his shoulder and so that's this was back in november and he was sore for a little while we eventually got the bed back up. Well, why do we never talk about this? I know, because he's an idiot and didn't want to say he's going to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to want to admit all this. By the way, he fixed it. It's all fine. It works great. Um, the whole thing is, just so you know, on a Murphy bed, you got to um, put the mattress is very heavy. So you have to put the mattress on the stupid thing to make it stay. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the whole point. Yeah. Well, he didn't read that part of the instructions. <laughs> So anyway, so then fast forward, you know, five months later, he had to have surgery because his arm was really Did he ever fix it? Yeah, yeah, the bed's fine. Yeah, yeah. The next morning he got up and figured it out because he read the instructions. But yeah, it freaked me out because, you know, I was just like, oh my, all I saw was him squished in this bed. And I kind of maybe made it worse because I'm trying to get it off of him by pulling the thing. And it's just pulling that even further on him. He's like, stop, stop. I'm like, I I panicked, you know, because it was... It yeah. wasn't good because I'm not that strong, and luckily he is, and he took the brunt of it because um, all I could see is like if he if I hadn't been in there, I told him I said I saved your damn life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you owe me. <laughs> you would have been dead. <laughs> well. So, but anyway, so yeah, so we're we're doing good after he's had surgery, went great, everything's fine. Now he's just in a six weeks. He's got that big old mm. thing on him, but he's in rehab right now. And 
Mm. But just typical man whining. It's like, have some kids and it's, then come no, talk to honestly, me. <laughs> men, when men get sick, it is the worst. But he's been doing it. He's been, the bad thing is he's extremely ADD, as you know. So to get him to sit still, for one, is horrible. He doesn't take pain meds, so I can't even knock him out. And he wants to, you know, we do the flags. We do the chart and start. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I'm working because I sit in that desk all day long. And he disappears. And I found out he's in this she shed. You know, he had taken his thing off and was like, because he can only lift his arm to here. And he's like trying to drum on. I'm like, what the mm. hell are you doing? <laughs> do not. Do you know 10,000 RPMs or whatever going through your yeah. arm? I'm like, your doctor's going to have a crap fit. Don't do that. And he's like, I, I got this. <laughs> I'm like, I said, you know what? If you're if those come out and you re-injure that, right. I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> you can hire somebody to take care of you. Goofball. So yeah, he's trying to do too much. But we've been good. We've been staying home. Kind of, you know. I know that the speaking of Corona again, mm. it's coming back. Are y'all worried? I'm just curious how you feel about all this. Um, I I'm not worried about to, you. I'm not worried to get it. I'm worried that. Like, of the spreading of it. Right. Like, I definitely am more cautious now and more nervous now than I was months ago. Only yeah. because, you know, Houston has has spiked so high in the amount of positive cases. And in your age group. <clears throat> and in my age group. Yeah. That 20 so, to 30 or th- 20 to well, 35 like range. 30 to 50 is, like, that that worse. The worst age group yeah. right now is well, anybody so, from 30 to 50. And they say it's because of Memorial Day. I don't think it's i mean maybe it is memorial day but that well, was so long ago I think, i'm thinking no it was I, I mean i think it, it definitely didn't help that we had thousands of people of in that age group in houston gathering in other right. locations protesting yeah i mean so that was idiotic in my opinion um and I think also that everything's open now. Right. And people just feel a little more comfortable, a little more relaxed. You know, it's not like it's not like COVID wasn't a big deal a couple of months ago. It was a big deal. It wasn't as big of a deal to us because we had we didn't have the cases. So it's kind of, you know, the example I use, and this may be a stupid example, but I've <laughs> said it multiple times, is that, you know, when Hurricane Ike came, um, Right before Ike, they had said that we were about to get a hurricane, and so everybody like took cover, put all the windows, happened. and then nothing happened. And, and then, then so Harvey they tell came. everyone again right. at Ike, okay, everyone needs to take cover, whatever. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Whether right. people Mike's don't know anything, yeah, and right. then all these people died, and they got <clears throat> flooded, and all this mm-hmm. stuff. It's so it's just like, you know, they're taking extra, you know, precautions, precautions but. Right. We don't really know like what to believe and what not to believe. And um, I don't know. You don't know if by everybody getting it is that a good thing? Is that I know it sounds horrible, but is that the herd immunity? But it isn't about, really because you can get it twice. You're not just like it's not like you. But just did they get know it. that for sure? I mean, I know well, some I don't people think they have know anything for but sure. But they say sometimes it stays in you, and you don't know if you if that's really twice or you carried that. You still had that in you. You know, you another know, thing that I'm I'm kind of like eh, on is that they say you have to have like actual contact, like you you know right you know if. You like know, more than 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, you have to, you, it can't just be like, if you have it right now and I'm sitting next to you, oh yeah. crap, well now I have it. Yeah. Cause like, it's not airborne. It's more but like at the same time, you. <laughs> you know, yeah. I know other people that are positive, um, currently in their situations to where they weren't, they did not have physical contact or, you know, right, so how did they get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say but it's then again, I've spread. had other yeah. situation of another, of another couple I know to where the wife, tested positive so you would just automatically assume that the husband tested positive no he didn't 
But, yeah. you know, he just has to quarantine just because. But no, he's he's it's fine. It's too much unknown. Because what if he had had it in the past, doesn't know it, and now he is immune? You know, we just don't know. There's, that thing. It's just it's yeah. too much unknown right now. The That's problem the scary is thing. the devil's in the details, and we don't have enough we don't have information. The no, we don't got, have the details You can at find all. 10 articles that say these masks yeah. work, 10 articles that say yeah. that this I'm what I'm wearing Well, and the, work. And, the, know, and the numbers, one of the things, real quick, because y'all <clears throat> talk more than I have. <laughs> He's trying not to interrupt. No, but real quick, here's here's another little two cents, is that um, some of the details. So like 220 people, um, you know, in Galveston County. Yesterday, yeah. Um, yesterday's numbers, you know, or, it was ridiculous. It was really like 245 close. is crazy. But, but that may not be individuals. That could be one person who has been tested four or five times trying county, to go back to work. Yeah, but the county guy said that wasn't true. No, it, it, is, it is true. Because they asked him that. Was that if true. you're tested? And he said, no, it only counts These once. are positive tests. It's a positive test. It's not individuals. So how so, do you know they're not being done so, by like your name or social or something? Yeah. So you know. So if you are trying to go back to work and your work saying you, you can come back tested. once you're negative, right? And you get tested five times. So there may be one that was on Monday's report, one on Wednesday's report, one on Friday's report. But are you report. sure they're not tracking Every, the person? Because no, he swears that's what they're is, doing. And I don't it know is if they're just multiple multiple tests could be the same person. And that so would be nuts. that's so that that's the details. Insane. You're I right, mean, but that's so that's every skewing. time there's a positive test, then it shows up. But you but know, it's you not can, necessarily you know one individual. It could be one individual. Individual. That's five true. Times. That's really messed well, but up. But and you have to test to go back to work, right. right? So like, I know someone else who tested positive. So she was out for two weeks, and then she went to test again positive there's the second test and so she stayed home again and then she went and tested again and it was negative so she's going to count as two, two, two was people. she sick or was she asymptomatic she was fine see that's another thing 20 percent that's yeah. that are asymptomatic that's crazy yeah. so, uh, there's so it makes me think unknowns. are these tests really accurate because that just i don't know that blows yeah. me away that and then there be- there was another situation and then i have a little <clears throat> conclusion for okay, our show I know. Today. we'll let you wrap it up oh, yeah, go for say. it oh, okay i'm all about <laughs> wrapping it up there's another scenario is that, you know, what you need to be very cautious of in your jobs and places of employment is that you need to make sure that your company is taking the right steps and exactly. keeping you safe and keeping That's the cases why we're still down. Home. Yes. Um, you know, I know that my husband, he works at a plant and all plants are doing things different. They have their own, you know, they need they need people working, they of need course. to make money. Yes. I completely get that. However, they're having a lot of cases a lot of cases spike up at his plant. So rather than bring someone in and test everyone, they gave everybody uh, Q-tips and they had to test themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what? I find it very rude that I'm talking <laughs> and you take off your headset like what I'm saying is unimportant. wasn't me. <laughs> Everything you're saying is extremely important and I'm listening to every word of it. So I mean, I just feel like now that you're not talking, you've checked out from here. <laughs> God. With that, I'm going to leave back, you with everybody. this. Yeah, to keep say, our Houston economy moving forward, which is so important in any job that you do, we must all do our part, both in the workplace and out in the community. We ask employers to remind their employees that their actions when out in public will likely determine whether the virus enters the workplace. So, avoid crowded venues such as bars, maintain social distance, wear masks in public. Spaces are key to stop the spread of the coronavirus at the critical moment. It's important. So, just because you're following rules at your work and then Friday night hits and you, you go, go downtown, 
you just erased everything and put everyone that you're going to work with on Monday in jeopardy and then potentially their kids. And to me, I conclude that that is selfish. (laughs) Amen. Amen. All right. So we're going to sign off. Um, the state of real estate and we will see you next week that's what we're called that's what we're called all right Um, this has been a successful we'll see you next week i am ashley coward with great american title company i'm laurie Kopic with prime lending and i'm jonathan control with control realty all right y'all be safe out there